before we talk about the metrical tracks in the Book of Ivana, maybe we should talk about metrical tracks. Um, so, uh, in addition to a large uh, corp corpus of old and Middle Irish verse in a wide variety of genres, uh, we have in it, uh, a number of texts which have a lot to tell us uh, about the persons who wrote this poetry. <clears throat> they include texts on the status, privileges, and duties of poets, uh, the, especially uh, the Breath and Eveth texts, as well as manuals on technical aspects of the verse. It is the latter text that I'll focus on today. Uh, but it's worth noting that it is not always possible to draw a hard and fast line between the two types. And there's a handout here, by the way. Um, now, on the handout, uh, uh, I'll supply a list of copies of the relevant text, uh, handout number two. Uh, handout one is a, a reading list, which I'll refer to from time to time. Uh, not all of these copies uh, are um, uh, complete. Uh, full details can be found in the relevant editions, which I'll come to in a, in a while. Um, it is hardly surprising that texts of this kind have uh, less texts of this kind have survived from the old and middle Irish periods than from the early modern Irish uh, periods. There are some other texts, such as the poem on Donuts, uh, mentioned by our previous speaker, Deborah Hayden, in the Book of Ballymote, uh, which I'll leave out for consideration for today. I will be concerned mainly with texts containing illustrative examples. Right? These texts are uh, listed there, handout number two, uh, the uh, metrical tract one, um, usually known by the abbreviation MV. Uh, these were edited, uh, handout number one, the last item, last two items there, Rudolf Thurnaisen, um, uh, last three items actually, um, edited by Thurnaisen in 1891 as Mittel that's Middle Irish Metrical Tracks, uh, one, two, three, and four, hence the abbreviation MV. So the first uh, uh, metrical tract there uh, is found in uh, quite a number of manuscripts, it's twice in the Book of Ballymote, uh, in TCD manuscript page 212, in the Book of Ivana. I've underlined the texts that are in the Book of Ivana. Um, uh, of Underland, the Book of Ivana, uh, uh, National Library of Scotland, National Library of Ireland. Right? Track number two, um, we have only two uh, fairly complete copies of that, one in the Book of Ballymote and one in Lot 610 in the Bodleian. Uh, there's also a tract H215A, which is a text on the seven grades of poets, um, which is a mixture of a status text and material from uh, the metrical track number two, but it doesn't contain all of metrical track number two. Uh, track number three has got quite a number of uh, copies. Again, two copies in the uh, in the book of Ballymote, uh, another copy in H218, and it's in the book of Ivana, uh, and so on. Then we have a poem on meters, um, which is slightly different from the, the other texts in that the uh, this is a poem of 14 verses right uh, where the uh, the examples are actually composed by the poet himself whereas in the other cases uh, they are seemingly anyway uh, extracted from uh, pre-existing uh, works right. uh, then the trehuckle tract in uh, two manuscripts book of Leinster and book of Ivana, and then a tract on satire now um, although um, although some of the examples cited to illustrate a particular point uh, are found in two or more of these tracks, uh, that is, you know, certain verses get recycled. Um, nevertheless, each of these tracks is quite different in scope and approach. Thus, uh, track number one uh, is concerned with giving an account of the meters appropriate to the bard. Uh, it links the meters it's, it exemplifies with the grades of noble bard, 
Uh, and in addition, it begins and ends with the general discussion of bards, including the grades of noble bard and base bard. So again, you have even in this, a, um, it's difficult to, to draw a hard and fast line between status texts and uh, these metrical tracks. Uh, and it's usually dated to the 9th, uh, 10th century. Um, track number two is set uh, out in the form of a 12-year syllabus uh, for the learned poet or phile. Um, and it is dated to the 10th or 11th century. Uh, it incorporates a copy, uh, another interesting point about it, it incorporates a copy of the first metrical tract. Um, this is given under the seventh year of study for the, uh, for the poet. Um, and it appears, this one, track number two, appears alongside other metrical tracts only in the Book of Ballymote. Uh, track number three makes no connection with grades or levels of difficulty. Uh, and instead categorizes the meters according to their frequency. Um, uh, it contains many examples of meters not found elsewhere, and a very large number of these, uh, the content of these uh, exemplary verses uh, is satire, which we'll come to uh, later. Um, and then the poem on meters uh, differs from all of the above in that it does not cite from any other source. It is rather a new composition, and this can be closely dated because we have the name of the poet and his obit is given in the annals for 1079. It consists of 14 verses, the core 12 of which each name a particular meter and are composed in that uh, uh, meter. Uh, it's, I've edited there in the, the first item, number one on the handout is a reference to uh, uh, a re-edition. Um, recently by myself. Right. Uh, the next one then is the treacle tract. Um, treacle is a, the term for the lawful procedure in satirizing a person, uh, which includes uh, giving notice to the person and composing a mix. Before you satirize somebody, you have to compose a, um, a mixed poem of praise and blame, right, which mixes praise and blame. And it, the other point about a treacle that this composition has to be metrically perfect. So this treacle tract begins with the statement that the treacle is to be without, and it lists 12 faults. So the structure is that it has a, um, a list, it begins with a list of faults uh, to be avoided. Um, then it, uh, it follows uh, a set of, is followed by a set of recommendations concerning praise and satire. And then uh, this is followed by a list of metrical, um, uh, of aspects of stylistics, grammar, phonology, uh, which are considered to be remedies for metrical faults. Um, uh, there are only two copies of this text surviving, uh, one in the Book of Leinster and the other in the Book of Ibanez. Um, uh, neither copy is complete, right? uh, but um, uh, the copy in the Book of Ibanez has a number of examples which are not in the other copy, uh, including a substantial and important a passage on praise poetry, which we'll come to uh, later. Now, uh, another point, with the, the, uh, there is another, which I've, this is item number two on the handout of a, a, a long article on this tract uh, uh, about to appear. There is another related text um, uh, which has stripped the, uh, this, this tract on, uh, on metrical faults and remedies for metrical faults uh, of all the examples. Uh, and listed the taken then the faults and uh, in large script and supplied the remedies uh, um, as glosses on the faults. Right? 
So you can, this is a text, the core of which is stripped of all the examples and the faults uh, correlated with the, with the remedies. Right? And then the next stage, which are called the pose triacle. And then the uh, next stage is the poem, which, you've see, which you will see in item number three in the, the manuscript um, context, a poem, Tretokal Tagrit Philid, which then takes that prose uh, um, uh, account and uh, versifies it. As we've seen in the previous lecture, almost anything can get versified in uh, Old and uh, Middle Irish. Um, and then the final track that I mentioned there is Kishlir Fazla Aida, how many are the divisions of satire? Uh, this gives an account of satire illustrated with sample verses, uh, distinguished principally according to stylistic grounds and the amount of information given about the subject of the satire. Um, and that's edited, uh, was edited first by Howard Moroni there, item number one in the handout, and again by Roshin McLaughlin in the book Early Irish Satire. Um, and again, here, interestingly, one, there, uh, there are, um, uh, there's a copy of that in the, the Book of Ivana, uh, but there's also an, a copy of that in the, um, in uh, H318, uh, where it's a prose summary. Uh, it's just the, the prose introduction, introductions to each section, all the examples are stripped away. So you have the same process again as you had in the Triochal Tract. Now, um, handout number three, I've given the manuscript uh, context of these metrical tracts. The earliest manuscript is the Book of Leinster, uh, where you have the Treuchel tract, the poem on meters, right, uh, followed by uh, a text on the uh, uh, Dian meter. Uh, so that's just a very short extract from the, uh, from the uh, second of the, the metrical tracts, dealing only with one type of meter. And then uh, a tract on the uh, the Ogamalt of the Dula Theda. The Book of Ballymote, uh, which you, uh, the previous, or uh, Deborah's lectures, given a, a long, even fuller list of the um, uh, contextual um, uh, for, for this. But the Book of Ballymote is the, uh, I suppose, the one of all the, the manuscripts. This has got the greatest concentration of metrical uh, uh, texts. It's got uh, two copies. Uh, Quite extraordinary, two copies of tract number uh, three, two copies of tract number one, right? and uh, tract two as well. The Book of Ballymote is also the only manuscript in which the uh, tract number two appears in conjunction with the other uh, metrical tracts. Uh, it's got a fragment on Treuckle, which is different. It's got something in common with the Treuckle tract. Uh, I've edited that in the the, uh, the article and. Um, then Orakach Nenegis, of course, and related material, and then the poem, Chaukal Tagrut Philip, which I would say is ultimately derived from the Chaukal tract. Um, H2812, section 8, um, has just got tract 1 and tract uh, 3. Uh, National Library of Scotland has uh, tract 3, uh, then four verses on grades and colours, as that's also in the, the book of Ballymote, uh, then tract number 1, the, uh, the tract on satire, uh, and then the Labor Olivan, Orkech Ninegus, and again, Traokal Tagrut Philip, the uh, Traokal poem rather than the Traokal tract, stripped of all the examples. Uh, G3 has the, uh, in one section, you have the metrical Ban Hanachus, and then followed by the uh, uh, tract number three. And then uh, later on, you have a grammatical material, including IGT5, uh, and then followed by MB4, which is the poem on uh, meters. And uh, then National Library of Ireland G53 has a tract Ogham, uh, uh, metrical tract one, Lever Oliver and Orikach Nenegis, then it breaks off 
Lot 610, that isn't really in a, in a metric. It's got a poem in the seven grades, uh, seven grades of poets, seven grades of the church, etc. cetera, uh, followed by tract number two, and then a genealogical tract. Um, so as, as you can see there, the, the Book of Ballymote has... Uh, it's, it's the, the, the one with the greatest collection of, uh, of uh, metrical material. But close to it is item, of item four in the handout, the Book of Ivania. Uh, 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 this has got a copy of track number three. Then it's got the, the, the four verses on the seven grades of the church uh, that, that you have in National Library of Scotland, 72-1-1, and the Book of Ballyboat. Um, it's got a copy of track number one. It's got the uh, the tract on uh, satire. It's got the lever all of them, Ardkech and Agus, and then uh, the tractical tract. Uh, this breaks off um, like the uh, the copy of uh, Cormac's glossary. It breaks off uh, in uh, on the A, A column, uh, and um, later uh, this poem was inserted Mas Fiachrithach, but Pasach edited by McKenna. Uh, a poem by Guthrie Fimmeldahl. Um, according to uh, 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 William O'Sullivan in his article in Aigsha on this um, uh, on the Book of Ivana, uh, it's in the same hand, right? But the ink is a different colour. So the supposition supposition is is that uh, he may have had a defective copy of the Tractable Tract, hoped to fill it in later. Uh, but then gave up and uh, put something else in in in, uh, in its uh, in its place. Okay, so that's the the uh, the manuscript uh, uh, context. So as you see that, to sum up, the in the manuscripts, uh, the metrical tracks are most often associated with grammatical texts and texts on the seven grades. Right. Um, okay. Um, now. Um, the, uh, to go back then to the, these metrical tracts, these sources uh, form the foundation for uh, modern accounts of Old and Middle Irish versification. Uh, and these are, uh, first of all, in Thorneisen's edition in 1891, um, he gave, uh, he didn't provide a translation of these texts, but he did give in the, uh, in the notes at the back a, an analysis of all the meters, the metrical structure of the, uh, of the examples. And this formed the basis then of uh, uh, Kunamar in 1909, a primer of Irish metrics, in which he uh, uh, took a selection of meters from these tracks uh, and uh, translated them in, in most cases, um, and uh, also gave a very useful list of uh, actual poems in uh, old and middle Irish sources, which used this meter, which is a very useful um, um, uh, uh, a piece of information for each. You want to know, you know, if uh, you get a particular meter, is it actually used? Is it commonly used? Is it uh, is it rare? And so on. And uh, then uh, also Jared Murphy's uh, early Irish metrics, um, uh, which uses almost exactly the same set of examples that uh, that Kunamar uh, uh, used. Uh, these accounts uh, need revision. Now, the first thing, of course, is that uh, Thornazen, when Thornazen did his edition in 1891. One manuscript, for example, that he didn't have access to was the Book of Ioanna. Uh, and uh, also, he only edited the first four of these tracts. Uh, I think all of these tracts that deal with issues of versification, whether it's simply metrics or metrical faults and so on, should all be taken together right, in any account of, uh, of early Irish uh, uh, metrics, especially 
uh, as we have so few of these uh, texts from the from the older uh, period. Um, now the thing the so this this is one of the uh, uh, the most important things about these these uh, or aspects of these metrical tracks is that they form the foundation for modern accounts of the um, of, of the meter, but. Uh, you know, their importance is not only uh, metrical. Uh, thus, for example, um, uh, handout number five, the uh, the second tract, second metrical tract, MB2, is cast in the form of a 12-year syllabus right, for the poet. Right? So in the first year, the poet has to learn this meter, DM meter, actually, and so on. So uh, certain meters for certain years increasing in difficulty. Um, uh, but it's... Uh, so there, I've given some examples there on, of, of the, 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 the paragraphs that are just uh, taken out the paragraphs that give the learning. So the paragraph two, five, section five on the handout, paragraph two, this is the, uh, the study of the first year. Um, um, uh, that's 50 ogums, uh, including regular ogum. You can, if you want different types of ogum, you remember the uh, illustration of the, the ogums from the, uh, the book of Ballymote. Um, the Orkech Negus, right, you have to study that with its foreword, Conobrolach, Conoremenev with its declensions, right, and 50 tales, right, and six varieties of Dian, which is the, the meter. So, interestingly, the study of the curriculum of the poet is not solely metrical, right, um, and so on. This is, uh, goes, goes, I've, I've, under, I've put in bold, right, uh, um, the, um, the items on the curriculum that are not strictly metrical. Right? And then when you come to paragraph 18, the, uh, the fourth year, they start reading Breath and Neville. Now, uh, I've had seminars on these Breath and Neville texts, and uh, uh, I think anybody who's done these will, uh, will realize that these are, uh, these are what separate the sheep from the goats. Um, but, you know, they study them. Uh, in the, uh, these texts, of course, are about the privileges and responsibilities of poets, but they also touch on stylistic matters as, as well, uh, and so on. Uh, uh, this, uh, paragraph 32, the seventh year, right? Barton and the Mar, the Bardic Poetry of the Bards, right? And that's where the, MB, the first metrical tract is incorporated into it. Uh, and then, very, very interesting, paragraph 91, which I've translated in a box there, the bold bit, uh, and the lore of notable places, Dean Hanukkah's. Uh, and the other principal tales of Ireland to expound them to kings and princes and nobles, for the poet is not complete without this. So that the uh, you know the poet must be familiar with prose tales as well. The fillet, the learned poet. Right. Um, these Dúla Berla um, uh, books of language uh, gives us an example of Dúla Drama Keth, which is a glossary. Uh, you know, so they have to study you know, vocabulary. Uh, I sum that up anyway. So that's a, uh, um, one very uh, important uh, uh, aspect of these, uh, of these metrical tracks. They're not just the, the, the importance is not just uh, metrical. Uh, also, then, if we look at the actual verses cited, right, many of the verses which are cited as, as examples are attested nowhere else, so that we owe their survival solely to these, uh, to these tracks. Now, this is especially the case for satirical verses. Um, I've given some examples uh, from the edition in uh, Russian McLaughlin's earlier satire there under six. Right? And uh, so the first one here is uh, fine stuff. Mwedadach, Mant, Kapal, Khron, Kudar, Keshev, Karabad, Bo, Brikafar, Ben, Bail, Dar, Donadeshev. So Mwedadach, the jaw of a reddish brown horse, a hound mounting piglets, the gum of a speckled cow on a prong, ox mouth from the Desha. 
Uh, that's not very complimentary. Um, the next one, O miserly stony Gilamalasha, you cheek of a rough grey heron of river bottoms. Herons appear very frequently in these satirical verses, by, by the way. Um, uh, you purple pelt, uh, you shout on buttocks, you molting desert ram mounting deer. Uh, or uh, the next one, uh, badgers vomit on spears, a sallow young fool from the Okanuk, a nitty bedcloth around you, his face. Now, as you can see, most of these, ver yeah, yeah, these verses contain the sort of vocabulary uh, which you only come across rarely, uh, if at all, anywhere else in the whole of old, middle, and early modern Irish literature. So that last one there, that last verse I just cited there, koshnedev, right, literally means with nits, right, the word shnev, is survives in modern Irish. It's schna, uh, Ulster Irish, Munster Irish is schnig. Um, uh, it is attested once in an old Irish source, and that's simply because it's glossing the Latin word lens, meaning uh, a knit. Um, uh, it occurs once in Keating. Uh, Keating's two biography and Bosch. It occurs once in a medical tract, and all the other examples are in these. Uh, um, uh, satirical texts give cited as examples in the third metrical tract. These are all taken from the third metrical tract, which is preserved in the Book of Ivana. Um, so uh, we, that's one uh, uh, important aspect of it. Not all the satires, of course, are as crude as, uh, as, as these ones here. The next one is taken from the Kishler Fotla Aida uh, text, uh, which is about excessive plays. Right? Praising a person going uh, over the top so much that uh, it amounts to satire. And th this text uh, treats satire according to stylistic um, differences, you know, style and uh, information given about the victim of the satire. This is about um, uh, made for Kelleh McComaskoch, the Fair Lake and the Latin scholar of Cromac Noise, and so it's Alla Alla Creada Creada, and so on. Um, uh, bending form of the one, uh, so um, uh, um, Alleluia, Alleluia, Credo, Credo, a blessing on my poems. Rechtabra love being pressed into the centre of the church of Clonmac Noise. Or Rechtabra was really pre pleased with his promotion in Clonmac Noise. Right? Um, uh, you could run more agoth and northaig So great is his voice in the wooden church, in which the clergy are submissive. Raleigh Rechtabra MacArthur. Uh, he has read 300 ornamented psalters. Um, now, there's nothing, he's not called a badger, badger's vomit, uh, or nothing said about nits in his clothing. Uh, but the satire, of course, is it, this is excessive praise, right? Uh, going over the top and praising it. But the satire, of course, uh, is in the last line. Uh, if he was a scholar, a well thumbed copy of the psalter uh, would be enough if you were reading the text. But he's reading decorated psalters. He's a bibliophile, not a scholar, I think, is the point of this. So this is a much more subtle uh, form of, uh, of, uh, of satire. You also get praise poems, of course, in these. Uh, praise poems, and it, this is very important because uh, uh, to establish the existence of praise poetry in the Old Irish and Middle Irish period, because not very many, certainly they don't survive, praise poetry does not survive in the numbers uh, uh, that survive from the classical modern Irish period. Uh, so th these are really important sources for, for the, to attest to the existence of praise poetry in the old Irish period. Uh, so this one here, uh, the islands Ile Inchimbald, uh, the islands of Clue Bay are numerous. If you reach the top of Kirkpatrick, Mother, you reach, I, you can see them from the top of uh, uh, Kirkpatrick. The legs of flies are numerous, the masked creatures of Ireland. The stars of heaven are numerous. Uh, that's a, yeah, D 
difficult line there anyway, I'll get back to that later. Numerous are the waves of the sea, more numerous are the guests of Dovnal. So that's the, this is praise of Dovnal, right, that he is, uh, his hospitality. Right? Um, okay, uh, so that is the, the, um, uh, uh, the, the, the praise poetry. And I would like to draw special attention here in the context of the Bokhavivana to number eight there, uh, uh, which is from the Treokal tract. And this is one of the passages in the Treokal tract. As I said, there are two, only two copies of the Treokal tract, one in the Book of Leinster and one in the Book of Ivana. Uh, the, both of them are defective. Right? This passage here is a passage that's found solely in the Book of Ivana, so we're uh, totally dependent on the Book of Ivana for this. And it's a very important uh, uh, passage, for, again, for uh, attesting to the existence of praise poetry and also that uh, the sort of people that are uh, in receipt of praise poetry, because it talks about appropriateness, as are their ways of life that everyone be so praised. I, a layman is to be praised as a layman, or perhaps you could translate that as a warrior. Uh, a cleric is to be praised, uh, praised as a cleric, so praise poetry will be written for clerics, and uh, a woman is to be praised as a woman, so uh, a woman could be uh, a, a patron of uh, praise poetry, and they give examples then for um, these um, uh, three different types. Uh, so this one, the Uwari uh, Levna, uh, so the grandson of the King of Leoben, which is the Castle Lines in uh, West County Dublin. Um, obviously, this is the King of Leinster, isn't he? Um, Brest Berva, the mighty one of uh, of, um, of, uh, of the barrow, right? uh, a torrential blow. Right? So you know he's a um, uh, he's a, a warrior king, so it's appropriate to um, to call him the grandson of the king of Leoben who hacks off heads. Right? Uh, you're not supposed to say that in praise poem to a woman or to a cleric. Right? Um, you, uh, appropriate for a cleric then is the next one here. Tuatal dru de zil. So tuatal abundance of charity, of dear God, grandson of Connell, son of Avrigan, the noble bishop of the Isle of Hall, successor to the uh, city of Ciaran. Uh, that person can be identified in the annals as uh, dying, he's died in 971. And the next uh, one is Dervol, that we uh, saw mentioned in one of the earlier uh, contributions. Kiel, Kloth, Kenel, Kemchaida. So good sense, beauty, family without reproach, wisdom, uh, generosity, uh, purity, together with manual, manual dexterity. Children begetting without terror of the womb, dead of all, has them all. Right. Uh, this is probably the dead of all uh, daughter of Thay, Thay Makahil, who died in uh, 1010. Um, it's references such as this. Some of these, uh, a number of other people in, mentioned in these uh, uh, poems or sample verses, uh, uh, can be identified. They're obitsar in the uh, in the annals. And so we can date the Treokal tract to around the year 1000, roughly. Um, okay, so um, that, that is one of the, the, um, uh, the uh, uh, perhaps one of the ways in which the, uh, the copy of the metrical tracks in the, in the Book of Ivana is of particular importance uh, for, for, this, uh, for this text. Okay, now uh, to go back then to the... Uh, the layout of the or the manuscript context in section number four on the the handout. If you look at the um, what's there and what's not there, 
as I said before, the Book of Ballymote is the uh, manuscript which contains the greatest concentration of these uh, these metrical tracts, and the Book of Ivana comes quite close to that. Um, it's got track number three. Uh, it's got track number one. It's got the tract on satire. It's got grammatical material. It's got the Trehuckle tract. You know. Um, now, what it doesn't have, interestingly, is track number two, which is the the tract on the Philith. Interesting that it, uh, or striking that it doesn't. Um, um, and the other thing that uh, that we, we can note here is that it begins at track number three, right, which the vast majority of the, this contains a very large number of rare meters. Um, and these meters, uh, these rare meters apparently were used for satire uh, because most of the examples are satirical verses like the the one about Badger's vomit and uh, all the nits and etc. Uh, very refined language. Um, so it's from the point of view of the content of uh, track number three, it it indicates an interest in satire, the lower the lower grades. Then it has uh, track number one, uh, which is the tract on the 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 early tract on the bards. Right? Um, and then it finishes that, that section, the Treuckel tract, uh, which is uh, uh, connected with, with satire in that the Treuckel tract is set in the form of a list of recommendations for how this poem of mixed praise and uh, blame should be, uh, should be composed. So I think in the uh, uh, summary of when looking at the metrical tracks in the Book of Ivana, that first of all, they are uh, these are extremely important texts. The tracks, the, the ones I would pick out as the most important from you know in the in the context, are track number three because of the uh, the, uh, uh, the the large number of satirical verses which we would not otherwise have, and the tracal tract which contains a number of unique sections which are preserved nowhere else. Um, uh, but uh, when you look at it in the context as a whole, then it is tempting to conclude that given the range of texts which were probably available to him, um, that uh, the scribe, and this brings, uh, uh, brings one, or reminds one of what uh, Michal Hahn said this morning about, uh, about the, uh, the competition in the 14th century from the lower orders, uh, that uh, the scribe of the Book of Ivana um, uh, shows in his selection of texts a particular interest in the bards and in base and um, uh, let's say somewhat vulgar satire, uh, which is particularly striking considering that the patron was the Archbishop of June. Thank you. Uh, thank you.